Hi, I'm Lady Ganja. And I'm the Midwest Canna Queen. Learn with us as we tackle challenges faced by marketing and branding teams in the cannabis industry. And laugh alongside us as we puff, puff, pass. We are the Devil's Lettuce Ladies. Today's episode will be all about social media regulations for cannabis brands and updates on Twitter's new policies for promoted ads. But before that, we're going to chit-chat a little bit and talk about some new products we've tried recently and all the ideas that arise from them. Love ideas. Woo-woo. Yeah. Um, I guess I didn't really make a transition for this, but what you smoking? <laughs> Oh, oh, hey, what you smoking? Oh, hey, oh, hey. Um, before we go into this, I think we have to talk about how we have your router wrapped in tinfoil right now <laughs> because we were getting insane feedback on our uh, headphones and couldn't figure it out. <laughs> you have like, listen, it's like the most basic of equipment. What do we need to turn this on? So... Do we know how to work the most basic of equipment? Absolutely not. No. So what's the next best thing? Tinfoil. It's like it's 1950 and yeah. I'm putting, you know, tinfoil on the antenna to flip some channels. Well, it worked, um, which was, it was a great suggestion by your boyfriend. He helped us in our time of need because we're new to this and we're trying our best. But anyway, what am I smoking this week? Yeah. Tell me about it. Loom disposable live rosin carts. I am obsessed, um, which is it's timely to talk about this because later in our episode, we're talking about um, distillate vapes yeah. and if we're puffing or passing on those. And in general, I don't think that we should be smoking vapes. It's I mean, there's no science to back it up, really. Like there's no studies yet because it's so new, but it's not good for you. I mean, I just don't, you know, want to make any major medical claims, (laughs) but wait, you're not a doctor? Not today. Um, Okay. The cough that I like to pick up when I smoke a vape for too long is like, Mm. I smoked cigarettes for 20 years and didn't have that cough, but I've smoked this half gram cart and now I have popcorn lung. Like, it's not good. It's not good. No. So anyway. It is timely. So back to the cart that you're obsessed with. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm a bad influence. God damn it. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's a live rosin cart. So live rosin, I feel like, is healthier. I guess healthier may not be the right term, but it's more natural. Like distillate is created like they're using solvents to take out the cannabinoids, um, harsh stuff like butane, like um it's all apparently it's it's an incredible amazing scientific process i don't pretend to know anything about um i respect the hell out of it but i would rather smoke a live rosin cart where like the rosin was made from fresh frozen flour um listen this is the way i think of it is it it's it's like people that just you know you have regular mainstream food and you have organic food i feel like live rosin is like (laughs) organic the organic food of the carts because it's like the organic junk food that that is an incredible comparison yeah. that makes so much sense it totally makes sense because you're right you know i mean like 
I'm not a huge, I'm not really into the whole oil thing either. I, but, um, it serves a total purpose. You're like this, it's a disposable. Yes. It's a disposable. Um, it is a beautiful, the most beautiful vape that I have ever seen. It is white. Um, it has a shiny, like pearlized finish on it, branded incredibly. I mean, everything the loom does is branded like right to the T. Um, and that's what they're good at. But this live rosin cart, like I got marshmallow OG. I picked up a couple um, other ones for other friends. Um, so I can't really speak to what those were like. But the marshmallow OG, it actually tasted like a marshmallow. Like when you smoke live rosin, it just you get that flavor. And I just love it. It's not like an added flavor in there that a lot of distillate carts do. Right. Where it's, it's like, like strawberries. Yeah, or like blueberry or what is it? Blue Raz that everyone loves. Right. No clue why. Um, but <laughs> right. But it's more of a natural, it's like the actual flavor from the plant. And I think that's awesome. So uh kudos to Loom. Great branding, like I said. Um, and what what made me try it, I saw this incredible video. One of their um, team members posted on LinkedIn, and it was a hype video for this um, cart, and it was really cool. The music was awesome, like branding again, just top notch. And I was like, immediately, damn, I need to try that. Yeah, <laughs> I need right. to get my hands on that immediately. That's awesome. It was a good video. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely had conversation about it. It was good. Yeah, um, it did. The battery died pretty quickly. Maybe not pretty quickly. I mean, it's been maybe a, a week or so um, since I've used it. But yeah, overall, I would give it, I'd give it like a nine out of 10. Wow. That's a bold statement. Hell yeah. Right on. What are you smoking this week? Listen, I've been traveling and I've been in Colorado. And so I... When I go to Colorado, it's always interesting. I always go to the same store. It's always kind of the same thing. But I went in there looking for a live rosin disposable vape. They didn't have them. They had 510 like carts. So because of that, I did. I just picked up some um, flour, but uh, I did get the live rosin ripple. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited to hear about that. It's got a great taste. It It tastes like delicious weed <laughs> it's the weirdest <sighs> thing to say but it totally does it, it tastes really good this is a rosin themed episode we're it really is we're really loving it <laughs> no and then the other thing and for some reason i get these just to have um and i get the chivachu caramels mm. and they're just like a little like midday snack because like i said i stack ripple and um i was out there helping my brother move and so of course, I had to be high the entire time. And then... Um, <laughs> it's your prize for moving someone out of their house. At one point, <laughs> like, at one point, we look at this kitchen, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is trashed. And, like, all I wanted, like, my biggest goal was to have this kitchen, like, arranged for them to, like, kick off their week. They are such busy people. And I looked at him, and I go, I have to go smoke a joint. And he he's not... that. This isn't his gig. Like... He wants to smoke a joint and sit on the couch. I'm like, I'm going to smoke a joint and do projects. And so I smoked this joint and then we like left each other alone for an hour, each in these rooms, like putting stuff together. And he came back in and the kitchen was like completely finished. 
It was oh my awesome. God. <laughs> so it was a great time. But anyway, so smoked. But then our big prize for the weekend was uh, uh, chocolate mushrooms. Ooh. And I shit you not, I laughed so hard. I was crying. I <laughs> thought I peed my pants at one point. Oh, no. Like, just dying laughing i can't tell you why but like we're, then we're in this move and to this very second i still haven't seen what was sent but the whole thing was was like we need artwork let's look at artwork and so i mean i'm we're eating these mushrooms and we're laughing and music's on and whatever and i look at him he's got like these beautiful lights surrounding him uh. <laughs> like, it was so funny but anyways I started thinking of all of these amazing things that he should have as artwork and I would find them and text them to him. I need to know what I sent. And it's not because I was on like Etsy or whatever, like I can't <laughs> see it. And so I really don't remember. I know there's one of like three ladies skiing, like an old like vintage photo. Ooh. That one I still stand by. I like that. At one point he showed me a picture. <laughs> he showed me a picture. And we're looking at like Colorado landscape or like national park, like vintage national park posters, stuff like this. And at one point he's like, what do you think of this? And he shows it to me. And it's, it, I think it was probably Moab. It's at night. It's got like all of these like stars out. And I mean, it looks like it's the Milky Way or something. I don't know. And I just look at him and I was like, um, I think you should 24 hour rule that. <laughs> too cheesy and he turns and he looks at it and it like hits him he goes he's like what did he say he goes a little too uh galaxy for you <laughs> I, but you know you're on mushrooms it was hilarious i mean we were <laughs> dying laughing thinking that it'd be so great to like stare at the stars on the wall that's one of those things that's like people that take ambien and then like shop on amazon you like mm -hmm. wake up the next day and you're like well that's a surprise <laughs> Mm, danger don't do it so had a blast had an absolute blast but wait anyways. how many uh like what what was your dosage for the mushrooms were so you here's the thing i can't you know mushrooms now and i do mushrooms often and they are a wild experience now because most of the time you get i get actual mushrooms and i will have a little baby mushroom and it'll be fantastic mm -hmm. for the evening i'm not trying to like trip balls on a friday yeah. night I'm you're like, like old school microdosing where you're like not measuring it out you're just like ah i'll take a take one right yeah <laughs> and and what i'm gonna do is like have a cocktail and laugh a lot and you know then like wake up the next day and not feel like shit and mm -hmm. whatever but um what they do in Colorado is they get chocolates. And so it's this chocolate bar that's probably so like a two by two square of chocolate and it's scored. So there's like three pieces. And so the guy, he like, he takes one bar of the three to like kick off his night. Okay. Like others will do like a half. So I did one bar mm -hmm. and then I took more. We went through, <laughs> we went through like a full, almost two, I think we went through almost two, like two full chocolate bars that night. Oh, wow. So you were like, you were visually like tripping. Trip <laughs> so like, like, hence the astrology conversation. <laughs> right. That wasn't microdosing. <laughs> what I like to normally do was that was vacation dosing. So like, that's what we did and i Hell mean yeah. yeah it was amazing so that's you know that was my treat i don't like i said it's not like i trip balls on the reg <laughs> but it was it was vacation and we needed to like just let loose 
at one point we were like dancing around with our arms swinging around because we like had like it was like we was like I'm just feeling all Lucy like our arms I don't know we had a great time that sounds ridiculous but we had so much fun laughed a lot good time love being out there you can just freaking buy mushrooms in Colorado we didn't I don't oh. I don't know that you can to be honest I, oh, I thought you could I, you like legalized it now I don't know that's not where we procured them. <laughs> oh, okay. I just assumed you like walked into the dispensary and they no, had them too. But it is. They do come like really nicely wrapped and stuff, but um they look legit. Uh but, you know, no. It was definitely not that. It, 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 we didn't go to a store to get them. I bet they're probably like trying to still figure out their licensing and all that like regulatory shit before they Right actually release it to the pub but like now you're not going to get in trouble like you're not going to go to jail for right. having psil- psilocybin on you i'm telling you it was just so flipping funny i can't really tell you why it was so funny but i laughed <laughs> it's the shrooms so hard. i know <laughs> i mean i was just dying crying I, at one we were both just crying laughing and so you know you need that every once in a while it's even more fun when you can do that like with your brother and Aww. so that was a lot of fun and um we, you know, probably won't see each other for a few months. So yeah. And anyways, when I go out there, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't go out there and find killer flower. That's not what I find in Colorado at all. I much rather prefer Michigan. Mm-hmm. So like you buy, like I, I bought like a, you know, half, half gram joints, like a five pack or whatever. And, you know, like, I think it was runs, but <laughs> at one point we wanted to smoke in the house. And so I was deconstructing these like half gram joints to put in the vape so that we could smoke because we were FaceTiming our friend and I mean, it was mushrooms, you know, so (laughs) this is a wild, wild weekend. I I love it. And so I'm trying to like, I deconstruct this joint and then it, you can tell it's just dirt. Like it is just Uh, dirt weed, but you know, whatever. Michigan is like, has the best flower hands down. Yeah. I I don't know that I've had a whole lot of like California flower. I really don't. I mean, like I I don't even. To be honest, I think when I was in LA, like I was probably smoking a vape because it was yeah. just easy. There's definitely like good organic outdoor grows out in California. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like craft, like especially indoor, Michigan is like killing it. Yeah, I much prefer. So, yeah. So anyways, when I go there, it's more like what I always am down to like try like a drink or edibles or whatever. And that's usually how I roll throughout the weekend. So um, we did have some crush OG while we were there because he had some of that. So that was kind of fun. So it was a wild weekend. We actually did say like I got the full gamut of like a mushrooms night on Saturday. Like at one point I was like pretty chill like some jam band was playing in the background I'm casually <laughs> like staring at a screen like you know shopping at another point the music's loud like we're you know just in the kitchen having cocktails like we went the whole cycle <laughs> so and then I got Love a great it. night's sleep so everything was great but anyways I'm so happy for you that you had a nice weekend away yeah well deserved thank you it was great so and I I'm jealous of those mushroom chocolates. <laughs> I know. Um, I'll have to try to see if I can procure some this summer when we get to see each other again. Heck yeah. So 
I mean, listen, not bad mushrooms come out of Michigan either. So that's true. Yeah. Rumor has it that because the problem with regular mushrooms is stomach. Like it's not good. It really upsets my entire GI tract. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I'm kind of, I'm going to just like, I'm kind of like the Chelsea Handler of pills when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> so like, <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, like I'm, I very much know how to regulate like most of this, like your oh, side yeah. effects of things or your uppers mm-hmm. or your downers or whatever. You're good so at it's that. like, I did that this weekend. We're eating chocolate. And my brother looks at me, he's like, my stomach doesn't feel so good. I'm like, you need a Zofran. And he's like, okay. So we took Zofran to help, like, you don't have diarrhea and it doesn't make you nauseous. And, like, it kind of helps all of that. But anyway, the whole point is, (laughs) rumor has it is if you cook it or it's in chocolate, you can digest it better. Yeah. A lot easier to handle. Yeah. I do find that to be true. Um, So I also have heard that you can make tea. The thing of it is, is like, do I want to roll the dice on these mushrooms in my hands and see if the tea's going to work? Not really. I mean, you just make a little bit. I you don't have to like, like a concentrated <laughs> mushroom tea. I I would try it. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, um, that's what we're smoking. That's what we're smoking, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think of a better way to end it. Uh, outro that someday i'm sure right right so uh ready to hear our highest thoughts it's time for our idea segment where we talk about grand ideas or inspiration we've stumbled upon after getting stony tony it's time for some ideas let's do it uh you want to go first i i mean back to colorado listen it was a wild weekend yep took this edible this is actually a great this is a great edible story because i talk all the time about this tolerance and whatnot and i do find every once in a while you'll take a new one and it'll hit you a little bit different and Mm -hmm. so 1906 which is a i enjoy their stuff it's pretty subtle god their packaging is so beautiful their tins actually um they have these chocolate bars it reminds me of like i'm gonna date myself but it was like marshall fields like frango mints like that's how i felt Ooh. when i opened up the packaging it was like very separate Ooh. each thing each chocolate had their own like whatever anyways they were like called chill or something i think they were called chill i think they were five milligrams thc and then probably 20 milligrams or 25 milligrams cbd mm-hmm my brother's like, this thing knocked me on my ass. He's like, he's like literally non-functioning. I only took half of it, whatever. So of course <laughs> I pop the whole thing in my mouth. Like, <laughs> watch this. And off we go. Hold to, my beer. Right. Hold my beer. Off we go to Molly's liquor store. So Aww. cruising Molly's. It's all of a sudden I'm like staring at this cooler. Like this branding on this beer is amazing. <laughs> like, And I yes. start. And I'm going to, Denver Beer Company is the simplest like logo, but it's one of my favorites. Yes. I, I think it's so recognizable and they, I just love the way that they were, they had, I was staring at all of their cases in the cooler and you can see each can because that's how it's like a really nice can on the each package and the colors. And I just love their, I love their brand colors for some reason. So anyways, 
I took picture, or I was texting you, and I was like, I don't know if I'm high, <laughs> but this beer packaging is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, say no more. Send me pictures. I need to see it. Yeah. So I basically roamed around Molly's and took like pictures of of um, the coolers of at the liquor store because I just think like sometimes I need to go back and look at that stuff for like inspiration. Totally. Like that, oh my gosh. I mean, that's where you come from. Yeah, I mean, that's my roots right there um, in the craft beer industry. And oh my God, I could just stare at packaging. I mean, going into a liquor store for me was like a magical experience just because I'm, I love to be overstimulated like that. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I just like go to Goodwill and like methodically look through every rack. I'm like, I have to be overstimulated. That's like the, that sounds like death to me. <laughs> I just, my brain is weird. Um, but I just love to be overstimulated by all the packaging and like figuring out what works and where your eye goes first and like what looks good on a shelf. And oh man, so fun. Yeah. Um, I, that was it. It was liquor store branding and just, I just love how much you can kind of pull in cannabis branding to it and it's very similar and you can get a lot of great ideas and you know they have a lot of the same regulation and whatnot so anyway that was mine I see on our notes and it just says tortilla chip idea and I am (laughs) just fucking (laughs) waiting with anticipation over here with this I can't even oh my god what sort of idea came from a tortilla chip um, well, a tortilla chip is my favorite snack. You can do so many things with a tortilla chip. Versatile. <laughs> my favorite, like, ever um, are, like, the blue corn chips from Trader Joe's. Naturally. So salty. So amazing. <sighs> like, just the right amount of salt. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a problem with tortilla chips in that um, when I want to dip into something, it kind of just – It'll either break when you try to bite it or it creates this awkward shape again. And, like, what if – like, I, I get that there's the scoops, like the bowl. But, like, you crack that in half and then it's, like, fucking useless. Right. So, like, what if you had a tortilla chip that was rectangular and then it just, like, dipped like a spoon at the end? So you get, like, one <laughs> – you get a good spoonful of whatever you want and then you have like a whole other like perfectly good dippable chip left after that. And I it, thought that's what scoops were. The scoops are like it's one one little bucket, <laughs> but this is a bucket attached attached, <laughs> attached to a handle. I need to draw this. It's a, it's attached to a handle. Yes, a food handle, it's, if you will. It's like a spoon, but a spoon that's a tortilla chip and like flatter a little bit. Um. I think you need to draw this. Yeah, I will. Um, I'll make a mock-up of that. You might. You might have something. You never know. I just. I would appreciate that. I. I think people would like it. <laughs> that sounds perfect. I can't. I, I can't wait to see what this drawing looks like <laughs> with your food handle. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about social media regulations for cannabis brands update you all on the twitter paid ad situation and our brand new segment puff or pass where we battle it out to determine which cannabis trends are in and which ones are out
about you sitting on the couch with your arms outstretched while you were high. <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry. During our break. <laughs> I, I thought we were rolling, but we were not. Um, so I got a little too, little too stony Tony this weekend. I took two, which is kind of crazy because my tolerance for edibles is somewhere around like fifteen to twenty milligrams, but it really depends depends on like what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took two wild ten milligram. Um, they were the wild cherry, like the new CBG ones. Okay. And I, it was too much. I was. <laughs> just uh like i like a mummy kind of sitting there did you um, weigh like 200 pounds like mum like is it like just yeah heavy? i just heavy and i was like i couldn't leave the couch i was totally couch locked i was anxious um Ooh, anxious couch locked is so bad i know but i just kept reminding myself which i think people should know this if you get too high um just know that you're high and you'll be fine in like 15 minutes or well, not with an edible an edible. You might be on that roller coaster for a while. So eat a snack, right? Go take a walk outside. Like I went out and took the dogs out. I like sniffed some black pepper. I heard that helps. Yeah. And then drink some tea and I was fine. Yeah. I, uh, edible too high. That's a ride that you just have to like lean into. Yeah. You're not going to die. No one's ever died from edibles, but yeah, I hear you. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, well, that sounds like fun. Anyway, um, so <clears throat> welcome back, everyone. Today, our main topic is social media regulations and strict policies. If you don't already know, the cannabis industry is incredibly limited in terms of advertising and generally existing on social media. It blows. <laughs> it sucks, but we're here to hopefully offer some advice. Um, let's first get into what's currently in place for regulations. Um, short answer, all of it. All, you can't do shit. Like, you can't do shit. No. As a matter of fact, I f- have a feeling I we got a notification today that I think we were kicked off again. Oh. Well, so Another um, day, another slap yep. on the wrist from Meta. Right. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, going through, you know, what are people using social media? So you've got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Netflix now offering paid ads, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. um, TikTok, and then the, the what is that? The um, safe haven for cannabis yeah, people. Yeah. I'm trying to, what is it? Like the sleeper kind of, you know, mm-hmm. LinkedIn pops up out of nowhere. Everybody's been hating on LinkedIn forever. And all of a sudden it's like, hey, come over and talk about weed. And yeah. we're going to like it. Here's the thing though. It makes total sense it would have to be a, almost a political reason for them not to. LinkedIn is for professionals, meaning you are 21 and over. over. Yeah, that the makes sense. The whole purpose of the of rest of it is that they claim it's kids. So Right, you don't want to advertise to right. anyone under 21. Right. Do you, wait, do you have to be 21 to be on LinkedIn? But it's just no, assumed because it's, it's just a professional. because it's professional. Yeah. They Same. are making kids like do that as like class pride. Like I know... My son had to do a LinkedIn profile as a freshman, but That's smart. 18. I mean, that makes sense. Fine. Yeah. But anyway. And so, they're really good about like shutting down troll profiles and like people that are, you know, gaming the system or whatever. Right. So anyway, Meta, Facebook and Instagram, they uh, basically just says ads must not constitute, facilitate or promote illegal, illegal products, services or activities. 
So they don't accept advertising and they shadow ban. Mm -hmm. So shadow banning, meaning that you can't search for your name, right? Like, yeah, your reach is throttled. Like your engagement is completely fucked. No one can find you. And you can't have any sort of like, you can't even have like cannabis in your profile and information. And now like a lot of times people are putting not like not for sale on posts just to cover their ass right now the like meta bots are going after just the word sale and then they're flagging that it's like you can't win (laughs) no can't win um can't have i mean we have these conversations all the time and i've done this now for you know years and yet i literally said something to you this week i'm like can you put this on there and you're like no i can't do that (laughs) and i'm like i should know this you know like you just it's so hard It's so hard because you want you can't promote anything really that's happening in your store at right. like a any sort of sale, any sort of promotion. You have to dance around it. Um, but you know, right. we'll tell you some workarounds here in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> TikTok. Here's the thing: I don't know much about TikTok because I'm not really. I think I have a TikTok. Oh, it's so addicting. <sighs> but I know that you've tried it and you get kicked off immediately. Yes, I've tried. Well, personally, like my personal LinkedIn has been fine. It's when I LinkedIn or TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Okay. Yes. Are Got we it. talking about TikTok, right? Yes. Okay. TikTok, 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 TikTok. TikTok. Got it. <laughs> um, when I was posting for the dispensary we worked for, I tried three different things, and it was all just I I don't know how they know. Like there was absolutely nothing. Like maybe there was like one little nug of weed, right, in the corner and one. And they're still like, nope. Nope. Shut it. And yet, goodbye. Here's the thing. And yet, I hear there is an underground, like, cannabis community in uh, yeah. TikTok. I just, it's, here's it's the, so hard to get into. Here's the thing. <laughs> I want to be this person that knows about these things and I want to know the marketing behind it and stuff and whatever. And this is like the constant problem of you can't be good at every single aspect of what it takes to know social media when you have a team of one you know i mean like it is what it is anybody that tells you that you can do social media in 15 minutes a day can go fuck themselves sorry that's bottom line there's so much that you have to do you spend your evenings following people like just to keep an algorithm yeah um yeah you just have to interact constantly constantly interact if you're a cannabis brand and that's exhausting, especially, you know, if you are one person and it it's just it sucks that in our world, like we've we've had social media for so long now and it's still just not considered an important part of the team and that it needs an actual team behind it. Like one person shouldn't be creating the content, posting the content, figuring out what the content should be like. Right. It's it you, actually you makes need it, more people. I think it makes it, it also makes your content stagnant. You need another right. set of eyes. You know, I mean, yep. even in my past jobs, when I was this marketing team of one, I was like, this is, it is just me. Like, I don't have, at least like for us, we can collaborate and stuff. But, but even that, that's not enough. You need to have, when you're involved in every aspect of it, I think you lose, like, it's not, it's hard to engage. Oh my God. It's so hard. And like, you have to be like, it's just, in cannabis, you have to be authentic and like really talk to your fans, interact with people, 
make sure they're happy, make sure they're engaged. Like, and it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Well, um, I, I know that you've got examples. I don't want to like, let's um, make sure we get through these other oh, ones. Yeah, yeah. So Twitter, all right, they're allowing paid ads. How many brands do you think like though, they don't even have a Twitter presence. So, cause this was never a thing. Everybody right. thought Twitter was dead. It still might be. Here's what I will tell you. Very hard for me to sh- pull the trigger on a $5,000 six month, $5,000 a month contract for six months when we have no idea how this works. Like, right. No one has experimented in this no. realm before. Why would we not just like dab? I would need to see some analytics and I'm willing to give you $1,000 to see what you can do with that. Sorry. I don't. I, I, you, I think I'm, we don't have, this was not in a budget. Like <laughs> right. nobody had paid social media advertising in their, <laughs> in their 2023. So like, <laughs> no where are we going with this? And by the way, we're in Michigan where who even has budgets? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's just like such a whatever. So very hard sell. I'm like so pumped for it and I hate it already. I know I was so gung ho and excited and trying to be positive, but it just sucks. It's just another there again, you can't sell anything. You can't promote anything. It has to be very, you know, clean, simple, just a branded ad, right? Nothing that could promote, um, the sale of cannabis and yeah. Um, so, you know, lastly, LinkedIn. Yes. I'm so excited for us to embark on this LinkedIn adventure together. <laughs> I have secretly always hated LinkedIn, but I think I like it now. Right. Because I can talk about wheat on there and it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. And and this is the thing. It's like, and I'm for somebody, I am somebody that is very much of like, we need to like bring a little bit of professionalism to the cannabis industry because we're never going to be taken seriously if we yeah. don't. So anyways, LinkedIn, it is interesting. I still coming from tech, I have a lot of tech and stuff that still comes in, but it is wild. My algorithm is all cannabis for the most part now. Yeah. um, It's a fun place to be. I think people are really supportive on LinkedIn too, which is nice. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a safe haven. Um, Anyways, I did find an article and a spokesperson for LinkedIn has actually confirmed to SFGate that the cannabis community is welcome to talk about the business of pot on the network. Um, I found this article. Yeah. Um, Love you, LinkedIn. Yeah. SFGate. When was this? This was last year, I think. It'll be linked somewhere. January. Oh, no. January 2nd, 2023 article drug dealing executives how potheads fell in love with linkedin great title it is a great title so anyways (laughs) great article it'll be tagged yeah show notes we'll give you guys a link to it on the website um so oh side note yeah we can start putting these links on our website holy shit you guys we have a website yeah the devil's lettuce ladies w w w (laughs) dot um also found this document from it's i I don't know i think it was a marketing company that put it out but um the cannabisindustry.org it's from 2020 october 2021 which i know is like 18 months ago in normal marketing speak that was so long ago in cannabis marketing yesterday yesterday because like 
nothing's changed in social media besides Twitter. So yeah, while you while take what you want from it. I mean, it's a good resource. I think it it does give a page in here. I'll put this in the on the website. It does have a page that links you to all social media platforms, like all of their terms um, mm. and stuff. So that that is pretty valuable. Yeah. That's so, smart. Yeah. If you're just trying to figure out what you can and not can't post and you have no idea. Right. It's a good starting point for sure. So anyway, basically to sum up that, you can't do shit on social media <laughs> unless you're on LinkedIn. Or if you want to spend copious amounts of money on Twitter. So far that's what I've heard. TBD. But you can still have a presence. You can always have a presence. You can be shadow banned. Uh, you can be throttled down in your engagement. But um, the cannabis community is really tight knit on all social networks, and everybody kind of helps each other. Um, if you're cool, there are some brands who kind of ignore you, and that sucks. But you know that's just the way it rolls. <laughs> Here's the thing Sometimes. about this: is that are the brands dicks or? <laughs> Do they just run such lean teams that they literally, this is like, that's not their, like, probably that's not their priority. Yeah, probably. Which is too bad because there is such an opportunity there, but this would be the first thing that would go. You can't, you can't tie it. It's so hard to tie an ROI to this. So hard. Um, I mean, you can try to capture referrals from social media. Um, but I mean, you have to be on there. You have to have a presence. People have to be able to find your brand. When they want to get a look and feel for your store or, you know, who you're, what your products that you may be selling, like, that's where people are going to go to Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. And Facebook is actually, despite it being so harsh on rules, um, there's a lot of engagement on Facebook for cannabis. Another place that, like, I mean, didn't see that coming. But yeah. That is a great area. It's a great community. Yeah, it totally is. And there are some like some dispos that are making, you know, s private special pages for their fans where they can try to discuss openly, but they still will like you'll get dinged for the dumbest stuff. But people love it. Um, but anyway, we wanted to give you a couple of a few examples of things that you can post um, on social media if you are a dispensary or a cultivation, a grow. Um that can get you some good engagement um, and kind of build your community up a little bit. And this is without, you know, posting anything about sales or promotions. This is all totally, totally cool. Um, and Instagram and Facebook. Now you may still get dinged for certain wording on things, but um, I've kind of generally found that these are good ways to get good engagement um, beyond that. So, so the first thing would be employee spotlights. Um, so your bed tender is kind of like your town bartender you know like there's similarities in how they're viewed in the community a really awesome bud tender um or a manager could be the reason that somebody comes back to your dispensary so show them some love and then they'll share it with their circles and it just builds it's your audience extremely intimate experience if you if you are brand loyal to your dispensary yep and you have your per this is the person that knows that you have anxiety this is the person that knows you can't sleep Yep. This is the person that knows that, you know, that you just want to like giggle on Friday night. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, think about it. Like, I know, like, when we, when I walk in and like I see one of our bartenders, they know exactly what it is that I want and can 
can pull it out for me you know yeah. so they get to know you and you should totally be promoting them right um and blasting out how wonderful they are heck yeah and then your customers see that and start engaging and it's just it's a win-win for the store and the employee um but if you're um a cultivation or a grow you can do this too um like trimming, packaging, defoliation, like those are all like incredibly thankless jobs, like physical, like manufacturing jobs. Um, and they could use love on social media too. Like they're the reason your flower is so fire, like mm -hmm. show them some love, talk positively about your team and they're more likely to do the same back. And that just increases your audience and um, just makes your loyal fan network bigger. Right. And the second thing that you could do is community involvement. Um, and if you are operating in the legal cannabis industry uh, as a dispensary or a grow, um, especially vertical operations, if you're not giving back to the community, goodbye. Right. Because you're not going to last Peace. at all. <laughs> Later. Yeah. Uh, cannabis is about community. Uh, it's sharing with your friends and helping each other. And if that isn't a part of your business plan, then people are just going to see right through it um, that you're just in it for money. Mm -hmm. It's it's super obvious. So people in your community have 100% been harmed by the war on drugs. And if you aren't actively like helping to reverse that harm, um, you shouldn't be in this industry at all. And if you're a small operation, you know, you may not be able to give a lot of money. Um, but what you could do um, is you could give your time. You mm -hmm. could do a food drive um, at your store or volunteer at a women's shelter or host a pet adoption event. Like there's all kinds of things you can do to get involved in the community that isn't, you know, giving away money. And it's still helpful and needed. So and you may think it's kind of, you know, counterintuitive, like, OK, so I'm going to do this nice stuff out in the community and then you know, post about it on social media. Like, is that just to get clout? Um, Absolutely not. No, you have to you have to show your community that you're invested and you have to inspire others to do the same because it goes along with just destigmatization of yes. cannabis because you have to be involved in the community in order for it to change any sort of perception they've led us into this community now let's do some good with it and not fuck it up exactly 100 percent. just focus on the people like that's you know don't make it about you focus on the people mm -hmm. and then the third thing that you can do is highlighting vendors um, if you're creating content and tagging another bigger brand and kind of showing them love again without saying you know hey we got you know two for 35 on these you know whatever edibles like you don't even have to say that. You just have to show the packaging. You have to tag the brand. You have to, you know, create something that shows it um, more as a lifestyle. If they, you know, share that post on their story or, you know, even ask you to use that photo for their own social media, um, that could get just increase your audience if they're a bigger brand than you. Mm -hmm. um, and it just kind of shows that, you know, community over competition in this industry, like I think that's that's firmly the way that you're going to win. Um, so don't be afraid to tap into your vendors' audiences um, and show everybody some love because people in this industry, I mean, social media managers, we're all dealing with the same thing. Like, uh, it is tough. There's to... no magic, like, pill for it either. No. It's, uh, it's fucking wild. Yeah. But uh, we're trying to figure it out. Um, but if you have any other ideas of stuff that you have done, on your social channels, um, let us know on our Instagram. We would love to hear it. Absolutely. 
So I think we are ready to jump into our news segment, um, which is very appropriate for our discussion today about social media. Um, As we talked about um, in late February, Twitter announced that they would now be allowing cannabis brands to run uh, paid promotions. Um, But is this news too good to be true? Has anyone actually been able to run an ad yet and see your return? Hmm. Good question. Yeah. We'll be right back. I can record and smoke a joint at the same time. Yeah, you can. This is your podcast. You can do whatever you want. I'm queen and I do what I want. She does what she wants, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what segment is this? Oh yeah, news. Twitter news. <laughs> <clears throat> um, news, if you will. You're right. Um, so we're we're kind of going a little loosey goosey with this. We just had a couple of things that we've seen that we kind of wanted to discuss um, around Twitter. Um, so we'll figure out probably a better cadence for how this goes, but yeah. we're still learning, you guys. Come on, man. Give us a break. Yeah. We have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, about Twitter, according to LinkedIn, um, I've been seeing that some brands are getting their ads denied. I saw this post on LinkedIn and they were talking about the Twitter update and like, how do you feel? And, you know, I commented like I was cautiously optimistic, you know, whatever. I, I haven't seen anyone actually you know talk about a success story yet um and there was a brand that commented on that thread and they were like yeah we've had um two ads get denied like we're trying to push it through we thought we're doing the right thing and it was completely denied so this is interesting yeah these are all just like screenshots of being denied wild okay well that's interesting. <laughs> Did you find anybody on here that was like, we got through? Um, so the only thing that I've seen, that, or the only company that I've seen that has gotten an ad through is TrueLeave, which right. is a like one of the largest MSOs. Um, we don't have any of their brands in Michigan. Yeah. But they are pretty much everywhere else. Um, Aren't they the ones that just opened up the... Um, the what's a jig dispensary dispensary vending machine um maybe i think it's an aurora yeah i think so i I mean that makes sense they've got the money to do that i don't know who else would right so yeah they would also have the money to uh oh yeah i'm looking to make sure if i have that right i think they did hold on uh while you are fact checking that um oh i was wrong terrapin (laughs) Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, it started with a T. It's you know, it's close s- enough. Swarmy, swammy, sammy. That's also a beer brand, Terrapin. Okay. Um, sorry, uh, I digress. Go on. Truly. So the CEO, I just wanted to make sure that I was right. Yep, she's a CEO. Her name's Kim Rivers. She tweeted that um, they are super excited to be the first to create this huge ad campaign and have it on Twitter. Um, and they tagged, they tagged literal Twitter in there. So I wonder if Twitter had like reached out to some big MSOs and are like, you want to test this out? Like, Oh, I mean, I'm sure they did. And see, I mean, they obviously would have the money to pay for it, but, um, right. But- as you can see, that's kind of the sucky thing about all this is like, 
there's only certain um, agencies or, you know, brands that are being approved. Like you have to be approved in order to do the ads. And it's like, who is picking this? How is this process going? Like, why can't a normal um, right. Twitter page like ours where we have, we literally have 20 followers. Like it is not a huge, like I'm trying to build this audience, but um, yeah, but apparently the small guys aren't allowed to make ads. It's kind of weird. Right. Um, but you can pay $5,000 a month and try it. Maybe. Yeah. Which we were pitched by an agency today. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, again, I mean, just this last week, Twitter announced another 10% reduction in their, like, in their workforce. So I'm like, do you guys need money or not? Because right. if you would just kind of, like, open this up a little bit more. Right. Well, also, I feel like we're on this whole kick of community and like all the stuff. Like, I don't really want to be spending my ad dollars in a ginormous company that's taking it and then getting rid of its workforce. How right. about no? Like, no, that's I, I can find other places. Like I said, you we had this conversation today. I can find a partner. I don't need a vendor. I need a partner. Yeah. So why do I need to give I I don't want to give my money to this bullshit. Right. It's so new. Um, but it sucks. You want to be the first to market, especially in I cannabis. Know. Like it, there's like this push and pull of like, oh shit, there's a new thing. Like we really need to try it, but uh there's absolutely no data to back this up. <laughs> this right. is all brand new. What are we doing? Right. Right. Well, yeah, that's that's interesting. It's I our industry in general. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um I really liked we got sent an article of does Twitter have an effect on your SEO? And we got sent the email literally the morning that you sent me a screenshot of another dispensary of yep. like the ad or their dispensary. And then right under it, it was their Twitter with their tweets and stuff like that. Well, it showed their ads. So they like they post a lot of their like promotions um, on their Twitter account because they have a huge following. And so that it was a tricky way of like you search them on Google and then that's the second thing that pops up and your eye goes to that immediately. Right. Like you're going to be like, ooh, pretty colors. Oh, BOGO? Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Genius. So are you like, I mean, so do you always put an image with your tweet? You have to basically to even have any sort of eyes on it. Um, it, I think it depends. Like there are certainly all text tweets that do numbers and like get pretty high. Um, but I would prefer to have an image with it at all times. So this article came out, um, and it was, does Twitter have an effect on your SEO? So little known facts that I had no idea about, but, um, didn't know that Twitter and Google have a relationship at all. Oh. Yeah. So apparently back in 2000, so I got this from SEO design and it's a blog. Um, it'll be posted on the website, but um, back in 2015, Twitter and Google made a deal that gave Google access to Twitter's full stream of tweets known as the fire hose. <laughs> I know. Love that has this a name. allows <laughs> tweets to be found on search engine results pages. So okay. basically, yeah, that matters. So um, now we just have to start keyword stuffing our tweets and focusing more time on it. One hundred percent. Yeah, which it's is kind of always been like left out. Right. But it sounds like if it's going to help our SEO, hell yeah. If you can bring it back, this is where that comes in. I'm not. 
I, I'm not interested really in SEO spending $5,000 a month on SEO. We already work very hard for that. And that has always been my main focus because when this does go legal or multi-state, like whatever you can interstate, you know, uh, the Google authority will already have been built on 100% what we've been working on. So, um, it's one of those, you know, I have this conversation, you and I've had this conversation a lot is marketing versus advertising marketing. You're not going to know I'm in your living room until I'm sitting next to you and we're having coffee <laughs> because I have told, I have weaseled my way in there. Right. Advertising is basically just being shoved in your face constantly. Like yeah. that is the difference. I don't do advertising. I don't know how to do the shove in your face thing. I know how to get under your skin. <laughs> so, like, right. So SEO. And I'm learning how we have to be in your face in the cannabis industry. So it's like a learning right. curve for everybody. Right. And so that's where SEO is so important because that's it's on the back end. It is just working. It's just working yeah. for you constantly. And you don't even know that it's happening until all of a sudden you're when you search for something, what is that number one spot? So yep. it's um, so important. This has been that was I to me as much as it was it's bad that you can't advertise on Google in such a new industry. It people that know how to do marketing correctly will thrive in this because they will go back to, and I've said it in the first episode, the fundamentals of marketing and finding out like those key terms. It's it before you could, before you had to pay Google millions of dollars <laughs> for a keyword to show up. Yes. This is how you did it. And it's amazing. It's, I get so excited for it. It is one, it literally fuels me. I love it. <laughs> so this lady loves her SEO. I love my SEO. And so Twitter is going to help with that. Even if you don't want to advertise and you just want to be a player in the space. Hell yeah. So key takeaways would be you should be active on Twitter anyway, even if you aren't running ads. Yeah. Um, and we will update you if you ever get to run an ad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens uh but it just you know something doesn't feel right so we're gonna stay away from them for now but still work on the seo of it instead yep until elon just decides to not pay that bill anymore whatever what, it, like, what if he stops paying google they're like all right sorry you don't get this right you don't get authority here anymore <laughs> yeah no more for you <laughs> i don't know we'll see okay. anyway um, so it's time for our last segment, Puff or Pass. Woo -woo. Woo. We're going to battle it out to determine which cannabis trends are in and which ones are out. Today's topic, back to the vapes, man. <laughs> Only this time, distillate vapes. Distillate vapes. Um, <sighs> what was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if we're going to be battling it out today. I think we're both in alignment on this and we kind of touched on it earlier um i i think i'm gonna pass on distillate vapes now that we have the technology to do you know live rosin live resin even um you know even in a safe and legal market um it's still like i said harsh solvents being used to create the distillate like i know they're they're cheap and they're easy but like if you can try to get like a live rosin or live resin or something that you know is clean. Like don't get the flavored stuff. That's probably not good for you. Um, 
but I'm not a doctor. Do whatever you want. <laughs> right. Um, overall, you know, I probably shouldn't be smoking a vape, but it's so freaking convenient. Like I love having it on me. Um, it's discreet. Um, I don't know. Anyway, where I can't smoke regular old flour, it's just so much easier to just whip out a vape pen, like at a concert or something like that. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, you're going to pass. I'm going to pass. So, um, this is what I wrote down for this. I feel about distillate vapes the same way I feel about my Facebook post from 10 years ago. <laughs> Fucking embarrassed. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just reading on to that. That's it's because great. Because I think back to like, I, I mean, when I would go to Colorado, it would be like going and you'd buy all these carts and whatever. And I loved these flavors. I, I would always get like the strawberry lemonade one. Strawberry lemonade? Where is this coming from? <laughs> whatever. Once again, I like to call that vacation. <laughs> vacation drugs. Those are different. Vacation it's kind of like drugs. how I can smoke cigarettes when I'm in Europe. It's fine. So You're not <laughs> allowed to do that when you go. Don't do it. But anyways not a fan i am i am i'm kind of embarrassed at how like i into it i was because i was yeah. i was so into this into them or whatever and like they do still serve a purpose it's not like i mean everybody wants to have a coke every once in a while we know you it's not good for you like yeah just so let anyways. us have something we enjoy in this bleak world but i do <laughs> i i did i do make a bold statement in the fact that i described dissolute vapes are the white castle of weed smoking I mean, you're not wrong. Some of this distillate is sketchy. Yeah. Like, especially if you're getting a deal where it's like, you know, 10 for 100 or something like that. Where is that coming from? I just, what kind of distillate is that? I think that's just it is you have to think about that. Like, if you can get quality over quantity, right? Like, yeah. I personally, but like I said, like, that's i don't want to yuck anybody's yum like it's totally fine it's for me it's not my jam i still would prefer i'll still spend money and have a good live good live rosin hell yeah and even that i'm not 100 percent sure what's in that like yeah you just have to trust that the coa is legit <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> so anyway i think yeah i 100 percent pass anyway yeah if you're smoking a vape Go for that live rosin. Yeah. Way better flavor. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. If you like what you heard today, um, will you please tell a friend about it and then rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon? Um, we just we want to find other lettuce heads out there. Lettuce heads. <laughs> Is that what we're gonna go with? Well, I said it. It's word now. <laughs> it is. Executive decision. <laughs> lettuce heads. All right. Well, then follow. Follow. Hey, you lettuce heads. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at the Devil's Lettuce Ladies <laughs> and our personal accounts uh, at Lady Ganja and at Midwest.Canna.Queen. Until next time, flower to the people and smoke the patriarchy. Woo!